Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a lovely week. This week's podcast episode is with the amazing Rebecca Spencer. If you don't already follow Rebecca on Instagram, you definitely should. She is a breath of fresh air. She is such a lovely person to follow. She's so lovely to speak to. You can just tell by talking to her how obsessed she is with photography, which is what I'm obsessed with as well. So it makes me really happy to speak to her. Um, Rebecca is an influencer and fashion photographer, um, both an influencer herself, I would say. I don't know if she calls herself that, but I definitely would call her that. And um, she also works with influencers and works with brands. And we primarily talk about in the episode how to work with influencers and the kinds of things to expect when working with influencers. We talk a lot about travel. Pre-COVID-19, Rebecca spent most of her time traveling all around the world, working with influencers and brands, shooting campaigns, trips, all kinds of things, and lived a very, very extravagant, exciting looking life. Um, Definitely a dreamy life for anyone who wants to travel a lot. We also talk about um, learning new things in quarantine because she's had to change what she does and do new things and learn new things because she couldn't travel anymore. So it was really interesting hearing how she's adapted to the pandemic. And then we also talked about cameras and the surprising cameras that she uses for brand campaigns. So enjoy the podcast and I hope that you really love Rebecca as much as I do. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, Olivia. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. It's so nice to actually finally get chatting with you. I feel like we've been chatting on Instagram for forever. I know. It's really nice. Like, I've got so many friends who I would have normally by now have met because we moved up to just like just outside London, but because of COVID, I've not actually met anyone yet. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll have to arrange it. I know. Well, as soon as we can. Um, so. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself and how you got started in photography. Okay, so I'm Rebecca um, and I photography has been a massive part of my life. Like from the very beginning of like getting my first like little digital pink Samsung camera back in the day, <laughs> it was just like, I was just addicted. Like it was in my hand at all parties. Everyone used to get really annoyed at me. <laughs> <laughs> And then actually we're thankful when they were all in the last end of year video. But yeah, love, just loved it from day one, really. And then I wasn't very academic at school. So mm. kind of was drawn to the more creative subjects as like I was into like media, drama and photography. And yeah, and then just I just found that I was spending all my spare time so into photography like I wish we had the resources we have now of like mm. educating online because I was just like on like do you remember Flickr yeah that's how I just started as yeah. well obsessed mm-hmm. and that was like the only kind of like photo platform that we could get inspired from yeah so yeah I just kind of spent most of my life on there um so that was like the first initial interest of it mm-hmm. um, studied it um did it for GCSE um a level art foundation and then also did a degree not that I think the degree is going to help me now (laughs) uh yeah so did the degree um wasn't sure if I wanted to go into fashion and then just kind of fell into it uh one of my best friends is an influencer she was one of the first ones so I guess I had a bit of an early insight 
to mm-hmm. the blogging influencer world because it wasn't really it didn't really exist when I first started if I'm honest yeah um, so I just reached out I just remember one day I was like right I'm doing it and I just created a new Instagram account and I just messaged every influencer there was at the time which again wasn't that many mm-hmm. and yeah and that's kind of how I got into the whole influencer world yeah it's funny because I, I when I think of you I definitely think of influencers and like you were pretty much one of the pioneers I think of people shooting with bloggers influencers Instagrammers whatever you want to call it yeah. um and I it's funny enough like I don't I don't mention this very often but one of my good friends when I was a teenager was also one of the first the first like OG influencers oh, yeah. yeah so I was always like really interested in the industry from the moment I was about 16 um yeah and I actually wrote my dissertation on uh when I was at uni on how like the internet and bloggers were affecting the fashion industry because it was changing everything it was mad so quickly and it still is um and you've definitely been someone I've always closely followed because you've been so involved in the influencer industry from day one so how did you go from you sort of knowing that you wanted to work with these women and men and influencers to actually getting them to be your clients? So how, how it kind of begun, so I was still at uni when I first started working with them mm. and I would just reach out over on Instagram and I kind of like offered like free sessions to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I'd go and meet them and it'd always be very casual because I'm just quite a open casual person I'm not Mm -hmm. very like I don't know what the right word is but so I just kind of turn up and it'd be like meeting up with a friend you know grab a coffee I'd take some photos of them and then I'd go back to uni because my internet was horrendous so I'd (laughs) go back to uni edit the images and then send them over literally so quick which I think was also a different which kind of put me aside to different photographers at the time because photography back then it wasn't so instant you know you'd wait two two weeks to get your images back but I think because I was sending them so quickly Mm. it kind of got this buzz and it was like you're still kind of in like that adrenaline from doing the photo shoot and then they've got the images it was like whoa yeah and also like they need them fast because stuff changes so quickly so that was really insightful on your part yeah and then I think because I didn't have really experience from anything else it was like I went straight from uni to working with influencers that I kind of just adapted to that way of working very Mm. quickly um because you know there was no one to intern for I couldn't really know what I was doing I was kind of just winging it if I'm honest (laughs) um so what I would do is I'd do the free session um and then if they wanted to work with me again I then gave them a little fee and that's kind of how it grew and um, obviously, at first, what I used to do is, on the free session, um, if they use the images, they'd have to tag me yeah. on their Instagram. And um, so that's kind of how it grew, really. And then, like, obviously, Instagram was so different back then. Algorithm days. <laughs> so so it, used to, it used to really work. Yeah. And these days, do you still do anything like that? Or do you just literally are you bombarded by people who want to work with you? Uh, I have, like, my set, my set people that I, like, I work with like very regularly so they get like priority yeah um, but I do take on new clients um but yeah obviously without the free session now unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 
I wish yeah. I could because I love my job and I wish I could do it for free. I know. Well, I, I do too, honestly. I think I would do everything I could for free if I if I could yeah. just live like that. But we and can't, sadly. The free ones, like, I still do. Like if I need something for my portfolio, if I really want to create something and I reach out to a model or I will tend to do that for free because mm-hmm. there's no pressure on anyone's side. I don't know about you, but like I feel like you become so much more creative when there's no money involved. Yeah, well, a lot of the editorial I work, in fact, all the editorial I work, work I do <clears throat> is free. So no one's getting paid yeah. and we're all just doing it together to... You love it. Yeah, it's, it's, the be- it's my favourite shoots I do is the editorial yeah, work I do because it's I mean- just really fun. I literally leave them and I'm like just like on top of the world like working with a creative team and like everyone's there all trying to get the same thing and everyone's so good at what they do I just love that love that vibe yeah and so you obviously work with the influencers who tend to be working for a brand do you ever get brands approaching you to work for them specifically or do you do everything in collaboration with an influencer this is something I don't actually do myself so I have no idea how this works <laughs> uh, yeah no so I work with lots of brands like without influencers mm-hmm. um but also sometimes it will bring in influencers and I think it also helps because I've worked with so many yeah it makes um I think it makes brands more inclined to work with me sometimes because they know that I know them I like I know how they like to be shot. Yeah. It makes things a little bit easier on all ends. It makes the influencer feel a bit more comfortable, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that works quite well. So I do that quite a lot with New Look. Mm. Um, and then and also I used to do it quite a lot with Silk Fred. Uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what's your question again? I've lost myself. Well, just the, like, do you ever do you how does it work when like a brand or an oh. influencer want to create yeah, yeah. something? And then sometimes if like, let's say an influencer is working with a brand on a, on a certain project, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll get CC'd in and be like, you've been requested. Um, we'd love to work with you on this. And that's also another way that I've worked with like other brands. Like mm-hmm. I've, just done, um, like I've done a lot of with Steph Fit recently with Puma and ASOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also just shot um, Sarah Ashcroft's misguided edit. And that was done that way as well. Amazing. So just yeah so opportunities have definitely opened up to my relationships with influencers it's like it's definitely such a great way if like for example someone wanted to start shooting primarily more fashion content and working directly with brands collaborating with influencers and working with influencers is such a good way to get a foot in the door it really is because you know you 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 learn off them as much as they learn off you as Mm -hmm. well like there's like a, I don't know. And then obviously then what, what also happens is I'll do something like that, for example, Puma, mm-hmm. and then they see you work and and you you, know, you create another relationship and then that opens more doors. And then totally. you're booked for other stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, you just never know what opportunity is going to open doors for you. Like sometimes it's the ones you really least expect. Yeah. And it's, it's just good practice with relationship building and it just... This entire industry is built on relationships and 100%. the ability to be friends with people and know people and have them recommend you. So the more people you can meet, the better. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what I'm really missing. I don't know about you, but like yeah. in the COVID times, like <clears throat> miss meeting new people every day. Yeah, no, me too. Exactly the same thing. Like the one thing I think I found the trickiest is 
navigating networking when it's only online. Like, I'm a big advocate for pitching. I do a lot of pitching. Yes, and... I've seen all of this. It looks amazing. Yeah. So that's how I get like most of my work. Um, and because we lived in Cornwall until August, I didn't yeah. have access to any of the networking or wasn't really able to go to big events. So it's been still a struggle, even with all my like pitching knowledge and pitching abilities to network because normally when you pitch to someone they want to set up a meeting and then you meet them in person and then you chat and you sort of get on or don't get on based on that so it's a whole new world and I think hopefully the next couple of months things things will start to go a bit more back to normal or maybe there'll be like a happy balance of online versus physical stuff but I think people are going to be craving physical contact I think so like Yeah, I just miss on the shoots, like all the different people you meet and all the, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's just like, I love all the stories I come home to tell my boyfriend afterwards. Like, I don't know, it's, I definitely miss that. Mm. And like, one of the things you used to do a lot of was travel. Oh, I miss it so much. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> how did you start getting those bookings for travel? And how has the pandemic affected that part of your work? So travel to begin with um, was being um, really good friends with Sarah and obviously like shooting her content. Mm-hmm. Um, influencers always got plus ones on trips. Yeah. So I was always Sarah's plus, plus one. It was like a happy thing that like obviously I take her photos and also we were friends. It just worked really well. Mm. And I think then what started happening is on the trips, I was then starting to shoot everyone on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think the brand saw this and were like oh this could be really beneficial um and then I think that's just kind of how it happened really yeah and next thing you know I was never in the UK <laughs> no I know <laughs> it was um it's weird because at the time like it sounds really glamorous when you're like traveling and everything but it's really quite not <laughs> no I know it's not <laughs> I would literally come home unpack my bags wash everything pack it back in and like obviously thinking about all the photography equipment I had yeah I remember there was I think it was a year before COVID so I think it was 2019 mm-hmm. I did 24 trips in one year that's insane it was and they're not like year. they're not like nearby you went to the Maldives like I you were flying all over the place and everywhere it was but it was the best year like when yeah. I look back now I was like oh my god like I think it makes you realize even more how grateful you are like mm. it was just what an experience and you learn so much when you're away and you just get so much more creative and yeah I always had one I always had my camera in one hand and laptop in the other at dinners and every all that stuff but it was yeah what an experience and I really hope it does come back yeah so obviously you were doing so much of that so how did you have to adapt when everything shut down yeah I think I did go into a bit of panic mode Mm, we all did yes of course I, mean, I had a trip actually just as it was starting to all come out and I remember mm. I was like really nervous about going on the trip and then I'm so glad I went now but I was thinking I managed to get like two or three trips in before it all happened well done <laughs> I know. um and then I just kind of like literally panicked because I think I put all my not all my eggs but like I was becoming a very like much travel photographer yeah um and then yeah and obviously everything went down anyway so then I started doing like the FaceTime shoots and everything and trying yeah. to relax 
act as much as I could and playing all playing all that stuff and actually fell a bit into econ photography as well in fields and just doing whatever I could but yeah it's been weird losing that travel Mm-hmm. and how did you find ecom stuff yeah I've actually really liked it that's and cool I, I also feel like I've feel sorry for my bank balance because I feel like this time off like the actually like the not traveling and actually like being quite settled I've just spent so much money on kit <laughs> what have you bought so I've brought new lights I've brought battery grips I've brought I can't even think now uh, backdrops <laughs> just like reflect like the biggest reflector you've ever seen <laughs> a bit crazy I think because I've like because I can't do my creativity and traveling everything I've just been like really throwing myself into like online education mm-hmm. and I I've just yeah just I see something I'm like oh yeah I'll buy that I'm really easily influenced I've realized I know I am too I'm the worst I have to be really careful who I follow because I'll be like oh that looks really cool <clears throat> or like oh even especially fashion I'm the worst with wanting to buy all the clothes oh, oh my god all the swipe ups I'm there like yeah yeah and buy now buy now <laughs> so like what's been the piece of kit that you've enjoyed playing with the most that you've bought oh definitely my new lights for sure what are they because before <laughs> I was doing travel photography so I was never I never needed that kind it was literally just me and my camera yeah um, so when it obviously came, I was very now like London based, I was like, oh, I need to like up my game and be doing more genres. So I really, uh, so I got the Pro Photo B10s. Okay, wow, investment. Investment, I know. I <laughs> um, had no idea what I was doing, I can't lie. Watched so many YouTube videos. But it's just, yeah, opened my eyes up and I'm really enjoying doing that, like a different mm. part of photography than just like relying on natural light. So yeah. And there's also so much you can do. Um, I've also been um, watching Lara Jade's workshops as well. Mm, She's amazing. Yeah, and like she's like, honestly, like I I brought the lights there and then watching the workshop, I was just like, boom. (laughs) Not that she had the B10s, but like pro photo. And also I had the um, pro photo A1 flash that goes on camera. So that also made me also go pro photo being my off camera flash as well. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, it's been so much fun with them. Amazing. Oh, I can't wait to see you play with them more because that is definitely when you start to play around with lights and you realise how much power power and, like, how much creativity you can... Yeah. It's really good. Um, So that's exciting. Yeah. I just wish when I was at uni I really listened now in them you and me both like I don't know what I was doing but I did not Netflix watching vampire diaries that's what I was doing that's what I was doing I know I just I I think I had a really weird mental state of like oh I'm not gonna need all this because I'm just gonna shoot with natural light and yeah I'm not not gonna worry about it but I, I did grasp the basics and I always knew what I needed but in the last five years that I've been full-time shooting professionally I've definitely had to dig back in and like YouTube has been my savior and every time I shoot now I've got a new little thing I'm going to try and it's just it's amazing love that love that Mm. so I wanted to ask you about Candid Club yes well if that kind of shop, I think I'm getting people confused oh I'm sorry oh no it's fine it's just that's the way I've I've probably not promoted it very well no it's fine so it's called that candid shot 
Yeah, kind of shot, yeah. Okay, so. Like the candy club, if you know what I mean. Got it. Can you tell us what it is? Because I'm just talking about this and no one really knows yes. what, what I'm talking so about. It's a camera accessory strap brand. And it kind of came from, I think, me shooting abroad all the time. I mm-hmm. obviously was working with so many different creatives. I'd work with like a photographer from Australia and then be with a videographer from Bali. It was like, and we all just like, I thought we all just looked quite boring <laughs> to who we were shooting. Like our straps would, I don't know, like there was, I always was craving to buy a strap, but I always found them so uninspiring. Yeah. Like they weren't bright or they weren't, I don't know. And like, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram, but I do an RS camera selfie series, which I've yes. done from the beginning. And it's just basically me showing up on Instagram as a photographer. So you never normally see my face and it's normally just like my, my camera and me. Yeah. And that's the kind of whole reason why I wanted to invest in a camera strap. Cause I was like, it's such a big part of my visual and my branding. And yeah, not literally hated everything I saw. And <laughs> I've had the idea for about three to four years now. And again, with traveling, I haven't had a chance to even think about where to even begin. Mm-hmm. And then when lockdown did begin, I found, I found that it was like very serious. And we were gonna be in this a long time. I was like, right, that's what I'm doing. So yeah, and that's how that candid shot begun. So now I own a camera strap brand. That's amazing. And so like, what what do you what plans do you have for it? Like, are you are you going to come out with more things? Yeah, we're working on new colors at the moment, and then I'm also, I want to like branch it out a bit, and I also want to make it like the candid club. I want to make it like a photographer base place mm. where people can come and like you know, we'll have like presets and photography tips and photography location ideas and just like all that, all that amazing fun stuff we all love as photographers. That sounds so cool. Well, you very kindly gifted me one of the straps oh, and I love it because you're right. Like it does make it look so much cooler. It just makes us look a little bit more Instagrammable, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I just, I just feel like, also, I just feel like I'm part of a really cool club. Oh, that's really amazing. Thanks, Olivia. That's all right. Um, so yeah, everyone can go and have a look if they want to jazz up their cameras. I will leave a link in the show notes to the straps because they are very nice. And you do like little ones as well for yeah, smaller cameras. Like your compact cameras, like Olympus Pen, Canon G7X, like all like your film camera, all that. And they also fit like your memory card holders as well, which I've actually loved. That's so good. Yeah. It's, it's such a good idea. Time easy to find things in your kit you know what I mean yeah um and then when I just wanted to ask you about like because everyone who's listening is probably someone who would love to be doing like what you're doing working with influencers and getting started with brands so if you were to give advice to someone who was getting started now what would you say to them as in just to work with influencers or as a photographer I think work with influencers I think we're talking with working, I feel like it's such a saturated market at the moment. Sure. So I what, what I would do if I was starting now was like find the niche I wanted to enter. So if it was like a fitness world you kind of wanted to go into, or if it was a fashion or if it was like a food, mm. I'd like really do your homework and really get to know these influencers as well. Like put on your push notifications and like be engaging with the people you really want to work with. Yeah. And yeah, and also be creating content that you think they'd want to be posting. Sure. Like being above your game, like being really creative, but also like sticking to what you do because because the industry is so saturated, I think you being you is going to be your power. So just stick to what 
you love that makes sense yeah it totally does like yeah I would just really push yourself in that way and yeah be engaging and yeah just be and also just believe in yourself yeah totally like I think what you said about sticking to a niche is the most important thing I, I really do you can do like I it's so difficult when you're starting out and I know that I struggled with it a lot but one of the things that I now teach I have a new course that I wrote a couple of weeks ago and it re-released um recently called storytelling for success and it's, it is a lot about figuring out what it is you actually want to shoot yeah. um and for years like I didn't know what I wanted to shoot because I was being funny enough far too influenced by looking at other people's work yeah and so one of the things I do now is I actually don't follow that many photographers yeah you know what but- I don't either but on candid on that kind of shot I do now but <laughs> before I I'm so with you with you on that mm, like it's so easy to get sidetracked or see someone else doing something and think oh well that's that's what's trendy that's what's cool that's what I should be doing but what I've actually found is that when I've not done that and when I've stuck to what I'm interested in and I've looked in inwards into like what am I interested in as a photographer what do I actually want to create that's when I get connection from clients and and people who are in my audience far more than if I was doing something that I think is going to please people yeah and be a trend and whatnot yeah because trends are trends for a reason they come and go yes (laughs) <laughs> what kit do you shoot with we talked about pro photo b10s but um in terms of camera like what do you use so i'm a bit of a bit of a weird photographer actually in the sense i tend to change my camera to who i'm working with if that makes sense so i have like what? i know it's weird isn't it <laughs> but i feel like that's been like my niche in a way because i'm not afraid to turn up with an olympus pen to a brand shoot oh that's awesome i love that like I feel and I remember at first I used to get like when people do like behind the scenes I'd be like really nervous be like oh no I want to show that I'm shooting on this on on my story because it looks really unprofessional I thought actually no like this photography sells what I'm trying to do so go with it so yes I use the Olympus pen um I've actually currently got the EPL 10 Mm -hmm. and I use that for a lot of like social shoots so let's say I'm shooting um for example Silk Fred I do social media content using that camera because it has the iPhone aesthetic, but I obviously get all my photographer settings. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of my go-to for like social photography. And then if I was shooting like a campaign or like tests and all that stuff, um, my Canon um, Mark, oh my God, I've lost what I say. Canon 5D Mark IV. (laughs) That one. (laughs) That one. 24 to 70, 2.4 lens with my A1 flash. Oh, wow. That's kits if that makes sense okay and that's like your go-to what's my go-to I think my go-to is actually my Olympus that's awesome you know what I think that's really cool because you know what that shows that just shows that it really doesn't matter what you're shooting on no one cares but that's the styles everything on my Instagram is actually mainly shot on that camera yeah that's really cool and like that but if funny enough that is a camera that most bloggers and influencers use themselves so it makes sense that as a photographer for those kinds of creatives yeah. it would that you would shoot on that as well yeah that's how I got into it because all the influencers had the camera and then some influencers would be like can you shoot me on this camera and I was like so then I learned how to use it and mm. 
I love like how quick it is and I love like I actually love a blur so I feel like again that's more storytelling and it's got a bit more something to it sometimes and yes that's kind of my go-to camera and do but you I, ever use just like an iPhone yes I do awesome yeah uh, I'll tell you what other smartphone I love for photography is the Google Pixel really unreal oh well, I've never even don't even know what it would look like a video on my YouTube channel where I shot a whole shoot just on it and honestly it's one of my favorite pictures that's so cool I was going to ask you actually about your YouTube channel can you like you do make regular videos and they are very very interesting do you have plans on doing some more of that I do but it's so time consuming it is it's why I don't do it I love my YouTube channel and I really do want to push it more it's just again time a bit of a time thing Mm. And I think I saw on your Instagram that you've got management now. Yeah, just um, for social stuff. So is that like for your own like influencer stuff? Yeah, so um, for example, I said that I'm something for Vodafone. I've done something for Samsung before. Awesome. I'm really excited coming out in a few weeks, but I can't say what it is. <gasps> That's like such an influencer thing to be able to say. I know, I know. I feel like I'm that influencer now. I don't mean to say it like that. No, it's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I'm really excited about it. It's like one of the dream brands for a photographer. That's awesome. So how did that happen? How did that come about? Because I have, again, no idea how that would even be a thing. Just got emailed. It's, it's, I feel like, I don't know. I'm really about the secret. I don't know if you've read it. Yes. But I'm, I'm a visualizer. And <laughs> this is something I've been... For visual- anyone who's not read it, can you explain what that is? It's all about the law of attraction. Okay. And how you can attract things in your life and how positivity and... I'm just I literally love it and yeah this I feel like this is something from the secret so what did you did you like visualize that you wanted management um I just visualized something that I'd be working with like photographer based brands okay I want to be working with that and I feel like I can't do that sort of thing when I'm shooting all the time and I'm normally traveling and everything so I feel like management will open them doors to me they can be like pitching me um, in the background mm-hmm. so yeah really cool I love that but, you know I love sharing all my photography tips and I all the new gear I have I love I love doing that I'm like such an open book like I'll tell you anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know you're amazing and I think I highly recommend if anyone's not following to you to go and follow you because what you do is I think really innovative and really interesting Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's all right. I, love, I just love like, I also love meeting people that are into the same thing as me, like creatively. Yeah, I know. I think that when this is all finished, we'll have to have like this massive big meetup. A million percent. Because also, I don't know about you, but it can get a bit lonely because you're like, you haven't got a business partner. There's no one to talk to about like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Like it's like solely on you yeah no it's it is really and I I like especially in the photography industry there is a bit of a stigma of people wanting to keep their cards close to their chest and not share things and we feel like sometimes we can't reach out to one another um which has been one of the reasons why this podcast has been really good actually because I've been able to reach out to people and make connections and make friends with photographers who I wouldn't otherwise necessarily have had a reason to reach out to um but um, yeah, it, it is it is definitely lonely. I think the the pandemic's made it way worse. Yeah. But um, I think it doesn't have to be. I think it's just about going out there and 
and making those connections and just chatting on Instagram as much as you can with people, isn't it? Yeah, sure. And there's enough work for everyone. Oh, more than enough. Yeah. We can be very creative and find it ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) So where can everyone keep in touch with you? Uh, So over on Instagram, um, it's Rebecca Spencer underscore photography. Um, I'm trying to think what else you'll want. Candid. Oh, thatcandidshop.com is where you'll find the camera straps. And the Instagram handle of that is at thatcandidshop. And then my YouTube channel, I think it's just Rebecca Spencer Photography. I will add, I'll add all your links into the show notes so everyone can just go and click through very, very easily. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed listening to it, come and let me know over on Instagram. My handle is at Olivia Bossert Education. I would love to hear from you. If you think you have a friend who would like to listen to this podcast as well, I would really appreciate you sharing it with them. Referrals are the best way the podcast gets more listeners, so I would be eternally grateful to you if you could do that. If you want to continue to learn with me, my website is oliviabossarteducation.com where I've got loads of freebies, blog posts, you can download a free pitching template, and I've even got a free online workshop as well. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like me to cover or anyone you think I should interview, feel free to send me an email or just a DM on Instagram. My email address is info at oliviabossert.com and my Instagram handle, like I said earlier, is at oliviabossert education. I will see you in the next episode. Bye!